This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The period of civil war has ended. It's definitely an improvement and totally not a lateral move. Join Ambassador Plek Dexeter and his intrepid crew as they explore astounding new worlds, discover their heroic destinies, and meet weird bug creatures and stuff. This is Mission to Zix. Mission to Zix, an improvised science fiction podcast. at CYXX, launching September 6th. The following advertisement has been paid for by the big guy Ryback. Are you hungry? You know I'm so hungry, big guy. Hey, Mark. What brings you here? I'm just here to hang out with my all-time favorite superstar of all time. What brings you here? Well, I'm doing a paid advertisement for Feed Me More Nutrition. Available at FeedMeMore.com. Big guy, that is music to my ears. Do you tell the people about your ISO-hungry grass-fed whey protein isolate, the best-tasting protein on the market, Wake Up Unlimited Energy, the strongest pre-workout on the market, and the big guy, all-natural testosterone booster, my personal fave. Big guy, you're on to something with this Feed Me More Nutrition. It is some top-quality stuff. Well, thank you, Mark, it is. Feed Me More Nutrition, premium quality, the highest quality supplements on the market today. Available now at FeedMeMore.com. But wait, there's more. Just for being a listener of Conversation with the Big Guy, you can now save 10%. That's right. Save 10% at FeedMeMore.com on all Feed Me More merchandise and apparel and Feed Me More Nutrition with discount code PODCAST10. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-10. PODCAST10. Thank you, guys. Ladies and gentlemen... And right now, I'd like to introduce whoa, 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 whoa. a guy who lost his smile, a guy who took his brand and walked away from millions of dollars. He hails from Sin City. He, ah, damn it, that's enough for you two. Shut up, yo. I think he's, uh, I think he's ever fired. Shut up! Pat, slap my ass! It's time for conversation with the big guy, pal! Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy. I'm the Big Guy Ryback, and I'm sitting here with the one Pat Buck. Uh, uh, yes, I'm Pat Buck, and you're on another sad edition of Conversation just, with the Big Guy. Just sad and depressed. Just, God, I don't even know what to say. I don't even want to plug anything. I just want to, I, can I just drink and let you just, just say whatever you want to talk about, and I'll, I'll chime in with an aggressive, violent message from time to time? Yeah, you know, uh... 
I, I have a lot of notes for this show I, I've prepared. I had my big carbohydrate night. I'm amped up, so I'm not feeling that blue. And by blue, I mean Blue Apron, the number one fresh ingredient and recipe service in the country. Their beef, their chicken, their pork. You know, it comes from responsibly raised animals. What does that mean? Pr- responsibly raised animals. Not uh, to throw you off. I would, I'm going to assume that they're kind of... I don't know what that means, man. I believe uh, that they, they're get, just treated the right way. Is it like no cages, like free range kind of thing? That they, You know what I mean? Yeah, or the farmer doesn't go out there and beat the shit out of them before they throw them in the slaughterhouse. I don't know. Or maybe these uh, animals aren't on steroids. They're just kind of health, you know, raised healthily. Yeah. Healthy, healthy. Okay, I'm just checking. All right. I'm, I'm just reading off the read here, Sorry. pal. <laughs> just depressed and want to get drunk really fast. Those who spend a lot in restaurants or at high-end grocery chains can now spend under $10 per person for a delicious meal. Their featured meals coming up. You might like some of these. Beef teriyaki stir-fry mm. with some sugar, snap peas, and lime rice. Not too bad. Three cheese and baby broccoli stromboli with tomato and oregano dipping sauce. Fucking Crispy salmon. Feed me more. <laughs> Crispy salmon and roasted potato salad with pickled mustard seeds and crumb frosh sauce. I can't pronounce these things. I love crumb frosh from fresh sauce so you guys need to do go to blueapron.com backslash conversations with an s not conversation why the fuck does everybody have conversations holy (laughs) shit it's conversation with the big guy everybody out there listening all advertisers conversation with the big guy there is no goddamn fucking s in my show sorry continue Blue Apron's freshness guarantees promises. Oh, they promise that every ingredient dry. Uh, ugh, fuck. Delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. You will love how good it feels, how it tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Blueapron.com slash conversations. I love Blue, Blue Apron. Apron. I, I have nothing against them. They are. I've had the meals and, you know, it's a good. It's a good. bring. It brings families together. That's what it does. So. You know, create good memories with your family with Blue Apron. Great service. Okay, now we're here. Or uh, in oh, your single studio apartment all alone and depressed and just drunk <laughs> and high. And you just need something to eat for a cheap price. Blue Apron. BlueApron.com slash conversations with an S. All right. So you don't have any plugs? No, Nothing I do. I wanna... have my entire list. I just, you know, I it's good to switch things up from time to time. We always stick to the format so you know uh guys for all fan mail please send it to p.o box 752-740 las vegas nevada 89136 i actually got to go swing by the old p.o box tomorrow and get back to some fan mail i haven't been over there in a couple weeks so uh with everything going on with the shoulder so i anticipate that box is going to be full um it always is i i thank you guys i get i try to get back to every single one of you and sign your cards as long as you don't send me like 20 of them. Uh, but I usually get back. If you send one or two, I'll, I'll sign those for you. And uh, thank you very much, guys. Feed Me More Nutrition is available on feedmemore.com, allpumpyouup.com, and Spartan Nutrition in Las Vegas. Save 10% on feedmemore.com with the discount code PODCAST10. And if you check out any of my social media 
platforms right now. Ryback22 on Twitter, the big guy Ryback22 on Instagram, which we'll talk about that little debacle earlier this week, and uh, Ryback247 on Snapchat. I also have some really good specials going on uh, on feedmemore.com. Buy one protein, get the second protein half off. Buy three big guy test boosters, get the fourth bottle free. And buy any wake up unlimited energy pre-workout and get a free heavy duty Feed Me More Nutrition Shaker bottle. All at feedmemore.com, guys. So check those out. They have the discount codes available on the website and uh, you will not be disappointed. Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, the motivational book by the big guy Ryback, available on Amazon in paperback, Kindle, and Audible form. I appreciate your Amazon reviews, guys, uh, so check that out. That is out there, and that is my, uh, my baby. The new Ryback Feeding Time 2.0 theme song that none of my independent uh, promotions play, which we'll talk about the last one, not playing a theme song at all, but that is available now <laughs> on iTunes. FeedMeMore.com for everything The Big Guy Ryback and Conversation with the Big Guy. This podcast you are listening to, soon to be on another network. Please review, share, and share with your friends. <laughs> and that's all I got this week. All right. Foreshadowing. Upcoming shows. We just passed, uh, let's see. Okay, June 3rd, CreatorProWrestling.com. A little confused. I have a show coming up, and I hope it does well. I'll probably talk about it next episode, but it already happened since we release on a Monday. CreatorProWrestling.com, June 3rd in St. James, Long Island. Uh, come out and see us. I'll be on the card, as will many others. June 10th, BigWrestleProOnline.com. whole bunch of stuff going on there. Uh, June 10th, also shout out to uh, the podcast, the High Spot Podcast, Brian and Jeff Berga, who are sponsors of the WrestlePro show June 10th. I uh, just want to give you a quick shout out. Um, and I think that's all. I, oh, if you want to be a wrestler, creative pro wrestling, I have plenty of stories coming up. People were interested in that about people that email me wanting to be a professional wrestler and some of the good ones and some of the not so good ones. So that'll be a new little, little thing we do on, on the old show. Oh, wow. But that's all I got. And for the, the high spot guys, I actually, I bought all my elbow and knee pads from them years ago. I bought everything. They had the trace ones. I'm a big trace guy. And oh, that's high spots. Yeah, that's a, that's a different oh, high spot. Oh, but that, that company. Well, well, that fucking ruins what I was going to say. All right, god damn it. <laughs> no, you might as well. No, well, I was going to actually. I was going to say they could repay you throwing them a shout out on the podcast by sending me any wrestling DVDs that they wanted, so that I could add to my collection. But it's a- actually they should. I just hey Michael from High Spots, who I just bought a. Uh, <laughs> I bought my uh, I bought new padding for my ring, and I still owe him a lot of money. We can trade for a podcast advertising or i'll take a free ring for my backyard whatever the fuck you want i mean <laughs> 16 foot so i could yeah so i could work on uh on, on my power bombs <laughs> <laughs> uh have the name i wanted to get in uh addressing a couple things last week a lot of feedback across the board our idea came truthful we officially have a. Uh, we might need some firework music or celebratory music right here, Eddie. Uh, our idea, which we will take as our own, even though I'm sure other people have thought about it, but we've officially have our first blonde ref with tits, <laughs> big tits, hired by the WWE. Somebody messaged me this week on that. Is that a legit thing? Uh, an independent. I know of her. I think she might have wrestled for my women's promotion once in the past. I don't really necessarily remember. Uh, Kennedy Brink was hired by WWE apparently as a referee. Congratulations. So they What's her name again? Kennedy Brink. C- congratulations, Kennedy Brink. That is, man, we are we are making progress here. 
I picture Vince listening to this in Stanford or wherever he lives. Is he Greenwich? I don't even know. But I don't know. I picture him. I mean, what else at this point is going on? Definitely listening every week. Um, and uh, man, it's good to have influence. <laughs> and she's a lovely lady. It just popped me. I was like, oh, wow, it really is a, bl- a pretty blonde girl. That's cool. Is she? Uh, so. I wonder how big her tits are. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, she seems lovely though. Uh, you know, I'm kidding, but I'm not because that was part of the requirements. We also had a lot of feedback on the greatest uh, fat guys of all time that we really? missed out on a couple people. Um, a lot of people asking, and it just slipped our minds. You know the, and I think for I think for a good reason that you know why Dusty Rhodes wasn't on the list. Uh, I saw somebody mention that, and when I saw that, I go, "Wow!" Not even once did that. It wasn't that I even, I don't know if I could even, like, I, when I was thinking fat guys, I was thinking, like, I don't know why I was thinking really fat guys. Like, uh, yeah. and like, we, you talked about, like, Stan Hansen, and I said, I don't think that kind of meets the requirements. And, like, yeah, I thought about that too. I don't know yeah, I if Dusty right. just subconsciously, for me personally, like, just didn't come into my mind. I think I was mm-hmm. just going, you know, to the extreme. And, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, it depends on everyone has a different definition of fat. So, yeah, but I also think that he just when I think of him, I, you know, I think a lot of people just think of the wrestler, the, his impact in creative and behind the scenes and like all the stuff he was involved yeah. in commentary, you know, like he was, I don't know, he was almost bigger than just being that performer. I feel and like my, yeah, and I knew him from my entire time and pretty much in developmental and dealing mm-hmm. with him, and he, you know, he created Skip Sheffield outside of the name, but that was his idea initially to switch from Rye back to that. And I just, uh, I don't know, it was a different. I don't, it just my experiences with him just didn't come into my mind. So yeah, sometimes that was our list. Everyone has their, you know, if you have your fat guy list, go ahead and send them in. Yeah. So how's your week going? Uh, I've I put away the gun and took out a knife instead. I'm just torturing myself at this point. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. is it the working out thing? Is that, is that playing a big effect on you? You think uh, it's gotta be, I think, I think, well, it definitely isn't helping because that is like that. And like, if I'm like really stressed out with something going on and you go and you get a great weightlifting session in, it just, it just relieves stress. And then like, on mm-hmm. top of that, like I would go do boxing or like Muay Thai, just something to like, just release aggression and I can't really do that. I can't do that right now. I can do the yeah. I can do the elliptical and some stairmaster, and uh, in my 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 shoulder rehab exercises with my little three and four pound pink and purple dumbbells, and uh, my shoulders feeling great. But I'm kind of just like it really. Like I feel better every day. Like I feel really really good. So I'm just kind of waiting. I uh, but everything and then hopefully the Amazon thing is still ongoing, and. Um, Instagram, I got kicked off there for four days. So it, and, and it just seems like there's like something haunting. Like there's something, an invisible force kind of working against you on all cylinders right now in this point in time. Vince, Vince Sr. is just fucking wreaking hell on my life right now. <laughs> fucking, you know, no, but uh, no, I, it, everything has remained. I, I always am positive on everything and, and, make the best of everything, but it's just like, I'm like, man, a lot of the problems that have, that have come up around me are, are from people not doing their jobs. And it's, but, yeah. but it's just like, and the quote I'm going to say today on, on the old tips of the week, um, 
But, you know, I always just think it's my responsibility, though, still, even if other people fuck up or other people, whatever it is, I like, that's why I've had success in my life because I I, I like having control in different things and whatnot. But um, I'm taking, I'm doing everything that I could do to make everything right, uh, to do everything, to get back on Amazon here. Um, And I'm supposed to be receiving a phone call here uh, from the highest level of Amazon to get this thing worked out. And, uh, and whatnot, but it's just like in the Instagram thing, I don't even know what happened on there. They just disabled my account and I, it's probably someone, there's different things that could happen. Like someone could report you for spam or like you think you look at over a million followers, you know, they don't, they don't really necessarily look at the accounts and then like there was no communication for four days, which I've been told for Instagram to get a response and get back on four days is really good. Supposedly. But I don't. Mm-hmm. I, it's four days. I'm not on there, and just with my business and everything, all that stuff. And did you that plays did you make part. did did you make a new account just in case? Just in case I made the big guy Ryback just as okay. a backup. Yeah, because I didn't know. I in my head, I'm thinking like you know the worst that like if this account is gone, you know I'm starting all over and whatnot. And it just yeah. As far as on Instagram, and I have my other accounts and everything, but it's. You know, you work hard for that following, and, and like it's just, it, it doesn't it doesn't reoccur or reappear overnight, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, and that's like my that stuff has helped me tremendously in everything I got going on, and letting people know what I'm doing, and 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 in promoting the supplement brand and feed me more nutrition and all that. So, it's uh, but luckily that all got worked out. That was some good news. Woke up yesterday, that account was back, and uh, again, it's just like been I've been on the phone with Amazon pretty much every day. And it, okay. it's, I, I'd be lying to you if I, if I said it wasn't stressful, like it's, it's fucking stressful. So just, it's, it's a lot of the same things, repeating myself and, and in resending document after document after document. And I don't need anybody on social media to send anything to Amazon. I saw a few people trying to do that and it's like, just, we got everything covered, communicating with them and, uh, it will be worked out eventually. It's happening to a lot of people supposedly. So Mm -hmm. supplements will eventually be back up and running and, uh, I'll be available global globally. It's just not right now. It's just taken way longer. We're going on over five weeks now. So it's, uh, I've lost and I've lost, we've, we've estimated based on the sales from the, I think I was on Amazon for 11 or 12 days before we had to resubmit everything and and paying for their, their fee they wanted. And, uh, and that's not taking into account the global and like Canada and Europe because I got approved for all that. So like I don't even I don't know what my sales would have been over there, but it would have been decent because the United States sure. sales have been tremendous. Uh, it's estimated just in the United States that I've probably lost close to twenty thousand dollars, if not more, in sales. Yeah. yeah. So it's not. If you say that, like it, it's. Twenty thousand is twenty thousand. That's a lot. That hurts. That's a lot of money, and it's not money I'm using. It's my business money, um, but it's. Money that I don't have for my business right now that, and it's just like, I want, I've worked really hard to make this successful. And it's just like, come on, like, help me out guys. Let me just do what I'm doing. And so, but it'll get worked out and, uh, and hopefully I won't have to use this knife on myself. All right. (laughs) Speaking of that, or, uh, what about wrestling appearances? You had one last week, right? Were you Tennessee? Oh, good old Tennessee. I, uh. Interesting attire, I noticed. Did we talk about what you wear at the signings? 
Or was that just me and you talking no, about that? No, just me and you talking about that. I, well, I'm in my... I'm, <laughs> Expl- I, I'm still in the... So I, I'm not, I have not worked out over six weeks now as far yeah. as weights. <clears throat> and anybody that knows anything about like working out and like after like a period of like a couple weeks, you start feeling flat and like... I'm doing cardio. I do an hour of cardio every day. My weight's still in the 270s, but I just mm-hmm. don't feel... I always want to be Ryback on my every everything. Like I don't want to go. I, I don't want to go to an appearance and and like in my head I'm thinking like this guy. Like I thought he was like about 15 pounds heavier or 20 pounds heavier. <laughs> and like it's just me being ultra sensitive to the subject. Re- realistically, are people thinking that? Probably not. But there will be one girl or an old lady or a guy that will. Oh man, you thought you were a little bigger huh? and give me the mm-hmm. elbow. Ah, oh, sorry, had shoulder surgery, asshole. Uh but it's so I wear my jeans, uh, Harley jeans, Harley boots with a Feed Me More shirt and uh, the old leather, one of the leather jackets. Uh, in which and how hot? How hot is it there? Tennessee, I mean, Tennessee was pretty hot. In which I my entire outfit was drenched in sweat by the time I was done <laughs> with my meet and greet. I I felt like I'd went through a, a the old crocodile mile slip and slide where you just and then landed <laughs> in the pool afterwards. And like, yeah. I, it was such a good feeling to get in the car and just turn the air on full blast when I was done. Like shirt was like starting to hang on my neck cause it was just so heavy from sweat. <laughs> and I was just like, holy shit. And, uh, but I, I, it's on, you'll, you'll see me. My appearance is coming up this week. Leather jackets can be fucking close to June in New York, Georgia and Pennsylvania. Oh, I had my three appearances this week. I didn't plug, which I'll get in at some point, but, uh, Really unorganized this week, so. Uh, but I was just drenched in sweat, and uh, I'll have that jacket on this week at those appearances, so Cody Rhodes doesn't make any more smart ass comments. <laughs> I was saying, you're like, man, I'm dying in here. I'm like, you wearing your jacket? You're like, yeah. I'm like, just take it off. Like, no, I can't. Like, just drenched in sweat. And people miserable. do when they see me. They're like, oh, come on, can we get a picture flexing? And like, I, uh, I don't, I don't want. Like in my head, that picture lives on forever in their in their, in their family history of photo books. Oh, oh, look, they're Christmas five years from now. Look, that was me with the big guy Ryback. And so, oh, he doesn't look that big. And like that shit goes through my head at a rapid fucking pace. When I, I bet you it just happened before. I sent you a picture from my wedding when we were bowling. It was me, my brother. There's a bowling alley in the wedding venue that we had for some reason, like a secret bowling alley downstairs. That was very odd. Yeah, it was just a bowling alley there. But it was just like an old school like hangout where they just used to bowl in like this beautiful country club. And, uh, and it was my brother's birthday, and I was like, "Oh shit, Ryan's in the picture." So I, I, I sent it to you, and uh, I had a feeling you're like, "Oh, I look like a shell of my former self," <laughs> like because you were out of surgery then. That you was from like the ear and nose, and I was just I. And I remember I I think I had gotten a week of light weights in before that, just to like they let me cleared me for some light weights because they didn't want the eardrum to blow out like from lifting heavy. Yeah, and I remember just like being super self conscious there, like of just like. <laughs> I, I, I feel like when people, that's, that's part of the thing when you're in shape and you, and I'll always be in shape no matter what, but I always just hold myself to high standards. <clears throat> you, sometimes you got to like, did I ever tell you about my, we'll talk more about this Tennessee appearance, but after the ankle injury, when I had, but when the, the ankle, when they flew me back from Hawaii to Tampa and I, I got stuck in bed for a month because my leg blew up on the airplane so bad. And, uh, I was lying there and um, I couldn't eat and I was, it was literally like a monster milk every day. And, uh, mm-hmm. one of those, when I was still doing the aspartame and sucralose and I might be able to like, 
make something like a sandwich or something. And like, it was, I wasn't getting out of bed because when I got out of bed, all the blush ru- blood rushed to my leg and it just wasn't, it, it was just an intense pain and I, wow. I couldn't function. The only way the pain would calm down was if I lied in bed with the leg elevator they gave me and just lay in bed all day only to get Jesus up to piss Christ. and like getting up to piss. It was just like, I could feel the blood rushing and my leg was broken. It was just, it was a horrible, it was a horrible experience. And, mm-hmm. uh, I went from, I think I went from 280 to under 250, maybe 245, if not, maybe, wow. maybe even 240. And it might, it's funny cause my body, all my proportions stay the same, but I just get smaller every, like it all, it stays the same proportion though, but just a smaller version. And I remember I had to, uh, with the time everyone was tra- training at Rob McIntyre's, that was kind of starting to, to take off, um, to get everyone training there to, as a group. And, uh, I just wanted to work out. And, um, and at the time, Rob and I was talking to Rob all the time before I eventually had to cut all ties with him because of John, but I put on a big sweatshirt and like sweatpants and went and I had, I had to go buy a wheelchair. I think I told you this probably yeah, yeah. buy a wheelchair to like, and, um, carry like got the wheelchair to my car, had the crutches on me, got out of the wheelchair, got out of the crutches, put the wheelchair in the back of the car and then drove out there and then wheelchaired in and just worked out for, I think I went there for like a week in my wheelchair and just worked out mm-hmm. while like all the guys were in there working out and like, but just like, I was so self-conscious of like how much weight I'd lost because I couldn't eat. Yeah. I couldn't eat I, when you don't eat. Do yeah. It was, it was a horrible. Then I finally had the surgery and, and whatnot, but man, I, I lost a lot. It was so I've been through this. It's and I'm fine. I'm I've actually held this together really well. It's just uh, when you can't release that aggression, and it's a whole other thing. Like working out is such a has such a positive influence on my life. So, but it, hopefully, here in the next week or two, I can start back up really light. So good, and I'll, I'll be good. But Tennessee appearance was great. They uh, the fans were awesome, and. Uh, I watched the first half of the show. I missed a couple matches, but uh, we did a, a meet and greet up front, and then I um, went back out there. The lights were dark, and I watched a few of the matches and uh, did a little intermission meet and greet, and then I was able to get out of there and uh, with my clothes completely drenched and whatnot. Hmm. But the ring broke before the show, actually, which was really? the post broke. The, oh, the, that's the worst. And uh, they were trying to find a welder to come in to, to weld it. Um, and they ended up fixing it. They, they couldn't. And they so they fixed it some other way. And I don't know how. Really? Yeah, but the, ring, the first. So what do you think the first match of the show is? The ring broke. You don't, you know, they seemed confident that it was going to be all right. The first match, though, is a huge battle royal in which. Oh, boy. There were a lot of guys. But it, I told you about this. I sent you a text. It wasn't a regular battle royal. It was well. First off, how big's the ring? Was it 16, 18, 20? It might have been eighteen. I'm not eighteen. I honestly, it, it's just not twenty. That's all I know. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and because uh, I only had a promo segment in it, which I'll talk about in a second. But I, I, uh, I was. They did a battle royal where they didn't do pin. They didn't do uh, over the top. It was pinfalls or submission. Huh. Um, yeah. I've never seen that. Have you? No, I've never seen that. Sometimes, and I was trying to figure out the reason why. I was like, well, maybe, you know, uh, the house. How was the house? How many how many people you think were there? Did you, 
get a big crowd out in Tennessee. It was it, the building wasn't. Um, it held. I think they. I think they it was like for three hundred people, and they had three hundred people. Like it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't like one of those. It wasn't a thousand people like, or three thousand people like Northeast Wrestling. It wasn't that type of event. It was a smaller event. So really, yeah. okay. So I was just thinking that maybe people want to be in a battle. Not a lot of wrestling going on in that area, and. You know, they're in a battle royal, but they want to make it more attractive to people. So, oh, we got these pinfall rules, and this person brings, you know, a couple people, and you try to squeeze everybody you can on the card. I was just trying to figure out if that was the reason. Yeah, no, for a battle royal, but I, I, I'm talking about for as far as just making it different. Like, why not do the over I, the top? Maybe that was part of I never, I didn't see anybody go over the top. I thought it was all pinfall. Really? Yeah. I don't know. That just, that just seems scary and dangerous as fuck. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, it was, I've just, I'd never seen it before. So it had to have been an 18 foot ring because they had quite a bit of guys in there at one point, which I was just thinking the ring. I was like, man, we're going to find out. My promo segment was right after that battle royal. I was just mm-hmm. picturing the ring breaking and like having to go out <laughs> there and cut a promo in a ring that's just tilted. But um, you know what? One of the hardest things on the independents. Is and this isn't like an insult to anybody. It's because when you're in WWE, you know everybody's name. The yeah. independent, there's a lot of guys I've never met before. So like sure. in some of these promo segs that I'm doing or deals involves guys I've never met before. In which mm-hmm. this one was one of the guys I I'd actually wrestled locally, wrestled him when I was doing the Ryback versus the locals. Okay. Chase Owens. And uh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. in the bullet club now and doing well for himself, I believe. So like mm-hmm. I was out there to do a thing with him and uh Anthony Henry was the other guy, but I'm like before the show, like getting their names and like, I always feel bad asking. And like, it was like, and he said it was the names, Anthony. I go, Anthony, just Anthony, no, Anthony Henry. Okay. And like, it's just, I get out there and I it's like, I, you took, write it on your hand. I, was, I told you write it on your hand, like badly and just stare at your hands. And yeah. I just, it always gives me try. I was fine with it, but I, uh, I always just, it's not, that's one of the, I was, I was like, man, the, the names are always giving me trouble for some reason. I, I didn't fuck them up, but I just, in my head, I'm like, I, it, they just don't come as easily as I would like. I've done stuff like that before. Not, I don't have to put up with what you put up with, but there'll be so many things going on on show day. I remember last time, last June, I wrestled uh, Jeff Jarrett in a cage match. And I was just, I was so concerned about jumping off the top of the cage and just having like a, you know, a, a, and I'm running the show too, but I knew I had to, I'm like, okay, I got to cut a promo after I'll, I'll just wing it. Um, and he said something to me first on the microphone. And I said something back along the lines of like, um, you know, this is New Jersey. It's not fucking Kentucky or something like that. And then I realized, oh shit, Jeff's from Tennessee. Nashville, right? <laughs> and like, yeah. And then I corrected myself. I couldn't let it go. I was like, I just messed that up, guys. He's from Tennessee. And then I just kept continuing on. But I actually uh, like that. That's pretty good. You should correct you. Like that's there's nothing wrong with that. It just ha- I have to. I can't let it go. I'm like, oh, that just happened. Someone's gonna notice this. So but uh sounds like a good show. You know what sounds like a great show, or maybe not so great show? Uh there's one happening, I believe in Scotland, uh, from our old buddy, Mr. uh Mr. I don't know if you want to talk about this. Oh, I saw that earlier. Uh, I sent you a message. Mr. Um, was the guy that we had and, the problems with with wrestling. Uh, and if you've listened to this show, you can check out the archives. I'm not sure what episode it's on, um, but I'm not we either. should be a little more organized. Well, <laughs> it's somewhere in there. Listen to all of them. Yeah, just... <laughs> 
Yeah, find the one where we talk about it's the somewhere only somewhere fucking... one through twenty, guys. I'm pretty yeah. Or, or to make it maybe somewhere five through twenty. Yeah, to probably be safe. It's the only show that I pulled you off because this guy was being a little, little crazy. Showed up to one of the yeah. events that in England when I was there and like, just like harassing me essentially. Yeah. I'm talking. I was. I I treated him beyond well for that. He so, like, but it was, it was just if, if there was ever a delusional human being, he was one of them, and it was. Uh, and for those that don't know, he runs uh, wrestling in, uh, and I believe the UK, but I believe it's mostly Scotland. And uh, a thing came out online. Well, beforehand, we had our interesting run with him, but uh, we pulled up, we you know, paid before- back the deposit. We, we said we can't work for you because he wanted me yeah. to essentially. I think it was the agreement was for one match, and this one match, and then he tried sitting there saying, "No, you got to wrestle in this tournament, three or four matches or something," right? And yep. in like, and, in just no, and like there was yeah. just going back on his word, and there was in the it's the biggest tournament in Scotland, and he's oh we got a video game, we want to sign you to a huge contract. There is no like it's a bunch of bullshit. Like and it's a guy pretending to be Vince McMahon over in Scotland, mm-hmm. essentially. Like right, that has money from somewhere, and like they've had they have shows over there, but it just. It's a little yeah. weird. And their, and show, their we'll shows may it. very well be well. I don't know. I just know from dealing with, like, he just comes off, like, he says one thing and then says another thing. And, like, it's just, it, it was, out of all the promoters we've dealt with, he's been by far the worst. Mm-hmm. So a thing came out today where apparently he made a $1 million offer for Punk to be on his upcoming tournament thing i feel like i've heard about this fucking this, tournament how many tournaments like, this guy that's how he fucking runs his tournaments <laughs> Mortal yeah. i keep hearing about this shit <laughs> so a million dollar offer or whatever for punk to take he probably wants punk to wrestle 35 times he didn't yeah put he didn't put in there the contract is for seven <laughs> years and uh in 34 tournaments <laughs> the uh i yeah, I don't know. I, I don't even... I think he's just happy. He's probably jerking off that he's getting mentioned on the podcast right now. Like, <laughs> just fucking... God, we, you know, Eddie, we should bleep out the name of his wrestling promotion and his last name so that he doesn't get any credit on this. Uh, so please, can we bleep those out? I don't want him to even get the, that credit for that. But, um, yeah, I told you, I go, you know, sign me up. I want to be his first opponent over there. We could We could right all the wrongs and uh my only demand is one million one dollar <laughs> <laughs> he said something interesting in that though that he just w- considered it considered it a success if punk hears about his offer it's like that's a fucking what a fucking that's a fucking mark comment if i've ever heard one yeah man i hope he just hears about this offer if you have a, yeah, just think right? about it. Like, it's, I want all the other guys that I'm booking to know that I have a million dollars. I'll give it to him, but I'm not going to invest. Rather in my than own put company. it in, yeah, invest it in my own company and in this huge video game that I've been working on for 24 years. I'm going to throw it all at this guy, or in just hopes that he hears that I offered it to him. So, <laughs> Punk Phil, if you're out there listening, just know and bleep that all out. Eddie offered you one million dollars. All right. Holy shit. What the fuck is going on? What else is going on this week in the crazy world of wrestling? Uh, SmackDown has decided to air 
all of uh, whenever they go to commercial break, apparently they're going to be putting picture into picture commercials. So while the advertisements are happening, SmackDown will remain live and oh. uh, mini camera, mini uh, screen. So guys have to now work the match through a break like it's not a break. Yep. Because so for people out there listening, because wrestling has been completely exposed now and it's all fake, <laughs> that when a break comes up, we all love this because we don't do shit during the breaks. And the crowd, <laughs> the crowd suffers greatly. I remember me and Kane doing a match and we went to break and the break went way fucking longer. And like, by the way, WWE is really unorganized sometimes on the breaks and they'll go, yeah, the break will only be about 45 seconds and then we'll be, because SmackDown used to be taped. So SmackDown breaks were shorter than the, the raw three-minute breaks for live TV. Mm-hmm. And you sometimes would be 45 to maybe a minute. And me and Kane were in the ring, and they go, we'll be back in 15. So we're sitting. <laughs> I got Kane in a fucking, just a fucking rear headlock. And like, they're, like Kane says, just sit here. We're about to come back. And he was going to start fighting up as we came back to, like, to get there or come into a spot as we come back. And you try to talk. Okay. You, you, you have to just time it out based on what they're telling you. And they kept saying 15 seconds, like for four or five times. It passed. We were uh, a 45 second break turned into like two or three minutes. And huh. we sat in this fucking headlock <laughs> for probably three minutes with no action. It just, just two big, burly, sweaty guys, me just wrenching it in and him just fucking sitting there selling it because we keep getting told 15 seconds. So sure. it, it, was, it was probably my favorite break spot of all time. Um, but normally for everyone out there, like you don't, you don't kill yourself during the break. You're not, you're not typically doing superplexes and things, you know, you might throw a guy into a barricade and go taunt the crowd for a minute. You're not doing anything crazy. You know what I mean? Because it's not being seen on television and you build it to where you finally are getting into the action for when the crowd, for when you're coming back to TV or you, or they'll want you to be in the middle of a spot. So when TV comes back. The, the action is going. It, it always changes. But now mm-hmm. you're going to have the little box on this thing. And it's, so you're going to have to treat it as if you're just still live. Yeah. Like, even though nobody's going to be paying attention to that little goddamn box on the screen. Right. I don't know. Maybe I got to wait and see how big the box is. I got a big TV, so maybe it will be, be decent sized. I don't know. I just picture Which is interesting because I mean, for the most part, most break spots are when the, the baby face is in some sort of peril. You know, after a major move or a bump or something, whatever, and uh, or there'll be a really crazy, stupid dive. <laughs> might as well segue. I have the thing up from this week, which uh, you you haven't read yet. You've not. No, seen I don't. This. I've not. I've just. I saw that Orton. You said said something. I don't. I'm not. So this will. I my first time hearing this as far as what the details of it. Okay, so I think we moved on from the SmackDown having the commercial things in. Well, I didn't really. So I go, mean, I don't. What. What was your take on it? I'm sure people care about what you think. No take on it. Just news. You know, yeah. it's uh, interesting. Um, I don't know if it's needed or not. I just don't. I kind of get sick that, I don't know, maybe it's overthinking, but does every match really need to have the same kind of, you know, we go to break babyface in peril. Like, it's almost like if you watch wrestling enough, you kind of know, okay, a commercial part will be here rather than just cutting out. I think they you should cut I mean? out to a small box of Vincent Gorilla. Just during this, I want to <laughs> see, I want to just, you know how many people would just watch Vince just tweeting on his phone or just fucking sitting there, just <laughs> eating, what, a bar. eating a protein bar or having a shake. I would, I wouldn't go to the bathroom right there. <laughs> That's what they should fucking do with it. Like just a shot of gorilla fucking during the break. 
That's what I want to see. <laughs> who's in? That would be amazing. Who's in Gorilla watching this match? And like you know, during certain segments of guys, you could just they like nobody's in there watching. Nobody gives a fuck. And then other times when guys are killing it, everybody's in there watching. And Vince is all along on his phone or eating a protein bar or a fucking protein shake with aspartame and sucralose. <laughs> that would be great. All right, so this week, the, the most talked about thing in wrestling, dare I say, on social media, um, originated from Rip Rogers, who, you know, if you don't know who Rip Rogers is, obviously, you probably do if you listen to this show. He was the trainer of developmental, hell of a worker. Dare I say he's the best trainer I ever had. I spent a lot of time, and, and when I give my, I, you know, people listen to the show to hear our opinions, so I'll, I'll give my, you know, two cents on the matter. Uh, and I think I can because I spent a great deal of time with Rip. So Rip has always been known. He has, I don't know if you follow him on Twitter. I used to. I like Rip okay. a lot. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, I still might actually. I got to check. I don't, uh, I don't really the, read. I don't, uh, I have a lot of people followed on Twitter. I don't like read the, I don't use social media to read what people, just my personal, <laughs> pro, I don't, I don't like. I just use it for to for my brand and to promote things and to occasionally put what I'm thinking on there. I try occasionally I'll look at my timeline. I try not to use it to like read what other people are putting because you'll waste Facebook, all that Instagram. I stay away from like I try to. I just think it wastes time tremendously. But go ahead. So Rip's Twitter is on is a hustler twenty seven fifty four, and Rip's a great trainer. He's been training guys for Lord knows how long. Uh, he I've. I've gotten a lot from him. His drills are great. His insight is great. He's very opinionated in his own way. Yeah. Um, he's, you know, he's an interesting guy. He, and he, he's done a lot of, um, he's an excellent trainer, dare I say. And he's trained some of the top names in wrestling. So he likes to kind of put out tidbits of knowledge and tidbits of his opinion uh, from time to time. And they've gotten pretty popular acclaim. And, and for people that, people I think a lot of people know Rip more for his Twitter than for a lot of things lately, just because of the little tidbits of information he puts out there. They're, uh, they're actually very good. Yeah. Some of them are, are very entertaining. Rip Rogers has a great mind um, in wrestling. Great mind. And yeah. I will say from my time, because when I, that period <clears throat> I was at OVW, Ohio Valley Wrestling, I was pretty mentally defeated from the, the whole Deep South run. And like, but like we'd go to training and we'd have our training and then like, You'd go eat with the guys and then go work out, and then you'd, we'd get together and we'd watch wrestling. And that was uh, kind of how we – it was an all-day job. Like, essentially, we – like, the guys – Cody Cliff and um, Fearless Jack Bull and Timmy Baltimore. Like, I mean, yeah, we smoked a lot of weed watching wrestling, which I didn't remember any of it, which defeated the purpose mm-hmm. of watching it, which, <laughs> like, and I eventually got fired. But it was uh, it was an all-day thing as far as – it was my life that revolved around wrestling. But my biggest regret – I think is that I didn't like train with Rip Rogers for any significant period of time because I think it would okay. I think it would have helped me evolve sooner than I did. Um, gotcha. But yeah. I, I and I like that and that is as great of a compliment as I can give to him because I think he's uh, he understands the fundamentals of wrestling and he is he is very old school and there is a way mm-hmm. to, in, in in the product does evolve and we'll talk a little bit more about that but. He's pretty right on with everything that he says. Or for, yeah, for the, the most with, part. The thing with Rip that people don't know is that he's not just coming from a standpoint of, um, you know, giving this outdated opinion. You're talking about a guy who trains guys actively in the ring. Where when we when I went to Rip's class and I I trained with Rip for a full year, uh, three days a week, 
And then after that, when I went to the other class, when I was with Al's class, I would train with Rip maybe once a week, twice a week, because it. Uh, I was in the other class, but I would go down because Rip's basics were some, sometimes in the contract class. We'd watch a lot of tape, or yeah, you know, there's TV days, or or there was live events, and I knew if I went to Rip's class, you're getting a fucking workout. You're working out in the ring uh, for three hours a clip, yep. you know, and, and and not stupid shit. It wasn't like it was all functional wrestling training, which I built the schools I have now on. So you know, so people hearing Rip's opinion. I think some people, before I read this, because you've never heard this, I want to get your genuine reaction on it. I think people think that maybe he's just kind of being, you know, a calloused old school mind where Rip believes in hard work. He just believes in it in his old school fundamental way. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of people champion what he thinks. I think there's a line in the middle. Which, I see it, it all comes ways. down to selling, by the way. It's yeah. for the majority of this, but go ahead. Well, it's, you'll like this. Uh, so let me just get read this because this is your first time hearing this. So Rip tweeted this out. And he got he said he got it from somewhere else, but he said that, you know, he liked it and he loved it. Every indie match is now handshake, drawn out move exchange, this is awesome chant, strike exchange, dive, no sell indie strong style, dive, more strikes, no sells, dive, flippy floppy sequence, dive, hit everyone with each other's finisher, then humpty dumpty, we all fall down fall down, fight forever chants. Rinse and repeat until every move is useless and means nothing. Dive. Take unsafe shot that looks like shit and hurts like hell. Then roll up finish. Handshake and hug after match. Everyone's hands raised. All these guys chant. Go home and type on social media thanking your opponents and company for the match and telling others they should book these guys. Dot, 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 Dive. So that's what Rip. 100% right on. 100%. 100%. I agree. Independent wrestlers are, are ruining wrestling, and it's it's carried wow. over to WWE. And Hunter and Vince have allowed it to like it's controlled much more up there. But and it, this isn't to say every independent wrestler, but like, and this was one thing. And I, you know, I, I've ripped on Cena for the personal things, but like the one thing Cena always was really good at was selling the basics really well. One punch and sell it, and like, yeah. and that's something that's a, that's a rip thing. And like, because if anybody ever, if any of those independent guys ever got fucking punched in the mouth, and, and I don't mean that as a knock independent, that's just where I see a lot of it now because I'm there and like, it's, it's running rampant and it's like, they've now, and I was talking to one of our other buddies about this, that these guys are killing it for themselves because they're just going to shorten their careers too. They are replacing one bump with five or six or seven bumps and like, mm-hmm. you're fucking stupid. And that's just being, that's the nicest way to say it. Like you were throwing out the meaning of one bump for, for six or seven bumps that won't get the same reaction. And like, that, like that's just, and I think that's because guys don't know how to sell accordingly and psychology is off. Now whose problem do you think it is that all this is happening? Like, do you, do you think, I think you know, WWE shouldn't bring guys in there and push them that do that. But a lot of, they, they tone it back when they get there because they realize that okay. doesn't fly there and stuff. And, but like, it still is, they've allowed it to some extent on certain things and it is yeah. not good. Like I agree with rip 100%. Okay. Well, let me, let me explain the rest before we give our opinions. Yeah. This is what happened. After and that. Dives, so Randy all that Orton, shit is cool too. It is awesome to do all that stuff. You don't have mm-hmm. to do a hundred of them. Like, but you, the guys don't sell anything. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, and it's, I, like I just watched the match the other day. A guy took a, a broke kick to the face to start the match and came right back with a drop kick. And then it was dive. And it was like, 
What are you doing? You, you, and I, I equate this to the rule baseball. And I think Vince Russo actually said this before. My, my buddy JD was telling me about this because I'd said this, I brought up the baseball reference to him. And he goes, it's funny. You think a lot like Russo said almost the same thing. And I didn't hear this, but I was telling him the game of baseball has been around. The game of baseball was created. They created the rules of baseball. They've evolved the sport and they've added little things here to make it a little more exciting for fans and this and that. But they haven't flat out, right, just like said, fuck you to the, the, the psychology of baseball, which is what wrestlers are doing now. They're just saying, fuck you to psychology of like, because they've never been in a real fight. I think that's part of it. Let me, let me, let me get to this before we go off. Go so Randy Orton read that he came from Rip, you know, where he was with Rip for before he went up there. A lot of the guys like Batista, you know, Brock. Uh, you name it, have passed through Rip. Uh, and Randy retweeted it. And I think a lot of people kind of came down on Randy. And Randy's response was, because a lot, this was like, this picked up steam everywhere. People were, were agreeing with it. Some some indie guys were shitting on it, basically saying like, you know, it's all, if you're making money with it, it's fine. You know, I, I saw a couple people even being very vocal about it. So Randy wrote back, <clears throat> sorry to the indie marks, indie guys, and old timers who do dives to, Took effect. Oh, because like there's also words between like uh, Bubba put okay. out a thing like supporting, kind of going against it, like himself jumping off the ropes, and he wrote like dive or something. It's not the di- dives are fine. It, the issue's not with dives. It's with no selling. So, That's the whole issue. So he wrote, "Sorry, the indie marks, indie guys, and old timers who took who do dives took offense. Just having a good time over a few drinks in Denmark, closing the SmackDown live tour." while beating Raw and making over $5 million in the last 11 shows. Now I notice some that doesn't equate to a standing room only crowd of 150 people paying eight bucks in an armory somewhere, but in the big boy world, that's called putting asses in seats. So enjoy your flips, your dives, and your 20 super kicks per match. To each their own, I will go dive back into my 13th title run and get ready to flip when my bank, estate, bank statement comes out this month. Dot, 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 headlock. Fuck yeah. So that's a real... <laughs> right on. So I guess we know where you you're you're at. I agree one hundred percent with him. There's not he's not that's what else is there? How can you argue with that? You know, I just think that the reason why this culture exists, I, I come from both look, I think I can say stuff because I'm an indie any promoter, I use a lot of independent guys. I'm rest, tomorrow I'll be wrestling on House of Hardcore. I'll be running an independent promotion on Saturday. Yeah. I have two schools. I train with Rip Rogers. It's not a knock on independence. It's like the guys, it, all it comes down to is selling. If you sold, you wouldn't have to do all that stuff because you would be selling. You're throwing out selling. That's, that's the big issue, I feel like. If, because it, selling slows everything down. You can still have all the action and things, but you actually just have to find different ways to get there. And it's, it's not just doing well, every move in the book because everybody can learn every move in the book. That's not... I think every... Everybody's taking a stance of like, you know, hey, if it's a style, it doesn't matter if people are having fun with it. People are so engaged in, you know, who's correct, who's not. Yeah. You know, is is it outdated? Is this in style now? Are these guys wrong because drawing money is another way? Oh, if you guys, and if you want think- it to be in style, put it in style, guys. Everybody's careers are going to be much shorter and, and whatnot. And it, I look at the ratings. The ratings are telling everything that like, you know, and granted, there's a lot more TV out there now and whatnot. But the casual people don't think that way, and I always say that mm-hmm. you, that that small independent market in the in the 
that's never paid the bills and it never will. And you can look. Well, at- I think that's what it comes down yeah. to. I think the reason why all this stuff exists is because uh, independent wrestling as a whole, you're we're all accustomed to not having these giant houses. I mean, I'm hoping I'll have a thousand people on the Saturday show I have coming up. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Um, but I think a lot of these guys are used to going to these crowds where there's I've, I've been on shows or seen shows with 10 people in the crowd or, you know, a a normal crowds, a hundred people and the performers on it all just go, okay, well, there's no people here. So we can't, and the ones going are, you know, very, very big wrestling fans. They're not drawing any, anyone out. So they get competitive and they try to outdo each other. But I think the fundamental problem comes down to promoters where they're not, a lot of these guys don't have the experience of working in front of families, massive crowds. And it's just, how do we, you know, how do we compete with each other? How do we outdo, you know, what we think is cool? People are throwing away the, the, the basic fundamentals of wrestling in selling and selling every move prop outdoing your opponent by selling that move to the best of your ability. That's gone out the window. Guys don't think that way. No, guys don't think that way. That's where it's, I'm telling you, it's fucking wrong. Like it's not, there's a difference between the the big leagues and like selling to the masses and, and the farm leagues. And they're always, well, it's the way it's always been. And it's nothing against it. And like, I'm having the time of my life, but I haven't changed. I'll throw a suicide dive in there, but I'm not doing it after no selling a hundred things. Like it's, and it's not a knock on. It's just I think it's gotten out of hand. And I, I hearing that, I, I agree with Rip and Randy one hundred percent with them. And like you could do, you could guy the hard Jeff. You know Hardy was doing the high flying stuff. He's always sold accordingly and stuff. Go back and watch Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Macho Man. Everyone says one of the greatest matches of all time. Mm-hmm. They sold. They sold. That's all, like it, I think it's. A big problem is that everyone's doing the same type of wrestling. Like, you know, the Young Bucks found their thing, and I think the Young Bucks are and more so... Yeah, they're smaller guys, they're, too. And, like, where they th- if they're throwing multiple things, and it, it's they're smaller guys, but when everybody just starts doing it, you're, it's not... That's... I think that they're not really a style... I think they're a, a... You know, I don't think the Young Bucks have a style, per se. I think that they're a complete package where they have... You know, they appeal to a certain demographic. They're smaller guys. They're a tag team. They're very in sync. Um, basically, what I'm trying to say is like their persona. It's like they're 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 known for that. Like it's part of their act. Yeah. all the stuff they do. And I think that everybody kind of goes, man, if they're the top thing in independent wrestling, I got to try to be like that. Yeah. So everyone's throwing all these things instead of trying to be a little bit different. And I don't know. The one question I saw a couple people asking questions. Uh, you know. Considering your top ten list, you had a lot of independent darlings on there. So what do you do with that? You just you don't. Why do you want to work these guys? You work them, but you don't do you don't throw away everything. You could I could wrestle them and it's fine. It's not. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go in there and have them no sell fucking twenty forearms. It's not going to happen. You just so you you agree like they're all you know good athletes. They oh just don't no, put yeah, their stuff it's they're super they talented. Everybody's super talented. They're like. But everybody can learn any move. It's, that doesn't make you a good wrestler. It's all the little mm-hmm. things. It's the, it, it's the psychology of the original rules of, of the game. It's like you, don't, you always respect that because the people that came before us created the game. And I'm not talking about Triple H. The game of wrestling. And it, it evolves in different areas. But all of a sudden, just 
It's people being disrespectful to the psychology and the rules of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, it's, it, and they think because people chant, this is awesome because they're throwing away. Like, why? you're just killing yourself. And it's all supposed to be an art of uh, the illusion of looking like you're killing someone without killing them. And everyone, oh, that's really ironic, Ryback saying that. Outside of punk, find somebody that, that says I hurt him. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Like, it's not, they, they don't understand. And those guys, and they, it's fine. It's, they're all talented. Do you think a lot, of the, but, a lot of the problems coming, though, what you mentioned before, do you think a lot of it's coming from WWE? I think you said it before, WWE's embracing of, you know, taking the Pushing guys smarter. that legitimately couldn't fucking hurt a fly. Like, that doesn't help the business either. And stuff, just like, when did gymnastics make you tough? Yeah. It, I'm serious. It's, it's gymna- when did gym- being a gymnastics star make you tough? Yeah. It doesn't. It, it really doesn't. And I get the, it's entertainment, and it all has its place in wrestling. But I think for that to replace actual toughness, and the, like, the, the business was built around being real. And that, and the, yeah, trying to put on a, you know, a fake real fight. Yeah. And, and people, that's why you lose casual viewers because they don't buy into that and they never, mm-hmm. they never will. When, when the dads of the children tune in and stuff, they, they, they're not appealed by that, but the gymnastics aspect of it and the, and, and then guys not, it's, it's not believable. That's it's the whole art of it is making it look believable. <clears throat> and that's not a, that's just my honest take on it. And everyone has their opinion and whatnot. So, I mean. It is what it is, but I, I agree with Rip and Randy. And, I, and guys can still do those things. It's just you don't do it 100 times in one match and then 100 times the next match and 100 times the next match because you think that's what you got to do to show people that you're killing it. And that, like, yeah. why don't you see how fucking good you can put over your opponent's moves and fucking make people believe you're really hurt? When I worked Mike Orlando, I had everybody believing that I tore my hamstring, including Mike mm-hmm. Orlando, who I told before the match <laughs> that I was going to pretend I tore my hamstring, and he still fucking believed I tore my hamstring. Why the fuck not do that? Make- Guys don't think that way. They no. think about it, okay, you, I'll be cool through this offense, then you be cool through your offense, and there's not really a whole lot of... Or they may want to take a certain bump every now and then, but yeah. it, I think that kind of... That does go out the window. People don't really think. That How way. about you make your opponent look as good as possible with every single thing that they do? Just another way to think. Improve yourself that way. And I mean this all in a positive light. I think it's up to because where is independent? Where is wrestling going to be in five years? Motorcycle guy going down the road. But like, I got the biker gang. Yeah. Legitimately, look at the way the, the pace is changing on like the last few years. Where is wrestling going to be in five or ten years? One bump is now going to be you're going to have to hit a fucking 30-move combo to get a near fall. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the other thing. Other guys are equating doing near fall trading move back and forth, that, that, is, that, that this is awesome. That's what, if you think about it, watch matches, and you'll, you'll see a match and everything, and everything is fine that they're doing, but they'll do 20 near falls back and forth with not a lot of in-between stuff, but just move, 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 move. And then this is awesome starts breaking out because they're kicking out at two a lot. That's all of a sudden awesome. Like, that's awesome, and it's I, it's mind blowing to me that not a lot of heels ever embrace the fact. Like, maybe we shouldn't be going for this reaction. I don't know. Like, just yeah. It's, even even the ones that are considered like I'm not going to bring out names, but if you're a, a villain on TV and they're chanting "This is awesome," I don't know. You're not doing your job. Could you address that? Could yeah? Could you like just act like that? Me? I don't know. Just maybe change the dynamic of the room by not 
letting that happen. Or everybody in wrestling, just their gimmick being around, based around being a fucking mark and doing two sweets and putting over, like, I think it's ridiculous. I honestly think it's ridiculous. I, yeah. I really do. I just, I don't get it. I never, it's, imagine fucking Ryback coming out and fucking boom, doing the fucking little fucking sound thing in the ring. Instead of grabbing the ropes, if I just throw up two, two sweets. And fucking, <laughs> that'll be my big return to WWE when I align with Hunter. Jesus Christ. Corp, <laughs> oh, cor- corporate big guy. Just throwing two sweets out. Just because I'm, fucking Mark, guys, I sold out. I want to just kiss ass. I just think it's like, what, what the fuck happened to just being, and everyone's like, oh, that's ironic coming from the Goldberg wannabe, which was never, ever a thing outside of what the fucking Marks wanted to believe. But like, just everyone's pretending to be fucking NWO and DX. Hmm. Uh, I just think it's retarded, quite frankly. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's take our first break. Anger's slowly coming out. We'll be right back after this. Hey, everyone. In addition to being the co-host of this podcast, I'm the founder and promoter of WrestlePro. Dare I say, WrestlePro puts on the best professional wrestling live events in the country. We're also fully insured and licensed. Now, if you're listening to the show, then you clearly love professional wrestling, and I appreciate that. I also have a question for you. Would you like professional wrestling in your area, maybe in your hometown, your high school, your college, your civic center, your stadium, whatever you want? If you're a civic group, a sports team, a fire department, a police department, if you have a corporate event, a festival, any group that is looking to raise funds or put on an entertaining show, WrestlePro is your promotion. This is not your regular wrestling show. Just in the last year, WrestlePro has brought in incredible talent, such as Terry Funk, DDP, Booker T, Ryback, Cody Rhodes, Hornswoggle, Cole Cabana, Brian Cage, Jeff Jarrett, Tommy Dreamer, The Hardy Boys, Scott Steiner, and much, much more. Even the nature boy Ric Flair has been with WrestlePro and loves it. Tell him, Nate. It's the nature boy. Woo, Ric Flair, WrestlePro, the nature boy, song autograph. Look as only can look. WrestlePro, be there. Woo, woo, woo. Woo! Limousine riding! Jet flying! Woo! Russell Pro! Woo! If you're seriously interested, WrestlePro can bring a live wrestling show to your town. A full professional wrestling card complete with talent, eight matches, sound system, lighting, the works. We design the artwork and posters. We help you sell the tickets. We push all of our events all over our social media. We believe in good repeat business. Packages and prices vary on talent requested and their availability. For more information, contact me directly at WrestleProOnline at Yahoo.com or simply check out www.WrestleProOnline.com and you can see our past and upcoming events to get a taste of what WrestlePro is all about. I hope to hear from you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, the Feed Me More Tour continues and this weekend we got a big one. We got a triple shot coming at you. Thursday, May 25th, Wrestle Jam 5, featuring the big guy Ryback, Vader, Buff Bagwell, Teddy Long, Paul Orndorff, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, and the real nature boy, Paulie. <laughs> Meet and greet at 5 p.m., bell time at 7.30 at the Colonnade Civic Center in Ringgold, Georgia. The following night, Friday, May 26th, Northeast Wrestling presents Spring Slam. Meet and greet at 6 p.m., Bell time at 8. It's at the Ice Time Sports Complex in Newburgh, New York. We got Booker T, Cody Rhodes, Mandy Leone, the big guy Ryback, Bill Carr, the now, and many, many more. So come on out. And Saturday, May 27th, Pro Wrestling Empire presents Collateral 
damage. Doors at 5 p.m., bell time at 7. It's at the Zembo Shrine in Harrisburg, PA, featuring the big guy Ryback. So come on out, get hungry, and feed me more. And we're back. And I believe it's that time for some... Well, we always... All right, I'm a little thrown off here. We were going to okay. do questions, but I, we, I feel like we always do reviews when we come back. Yeah, I think so, too. So what do we Eddie, do, reviews? Can we do a nice little reviews of the week in there, Eddie? Reviews of the week. I don't know what's the, uh, how that sounds, but a little insert here for reviews of the week. Let All me right. do my job and pull these up. Uh, fuck, I have so many different files open. I drank a lot of wine tonight. Today's a carb night, pizza night before I wrestle this weekend. And uh, what kind of pizza? Oh, it was a uh, it's the grandma style, like the big square pizza with sausage oh, wow. and extra sauce. That food's good up here, man. In Queens, we had a you, you go we, through a whole pizza. No, man, dude. With this, my my appetite shrinks when I eat carbs. So yeah. I had like four slices, and I had some garlic knots, and I'm done. You feel good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My energy's definitely back. Let That's me find awesome. the reviews. God damn it. The fuck are they? I have the... How about we do that? Let's go into some <laughs> tips of the week. Yay. All right. While old Buckster there gets that. Guys, book of the week. Eddie, go ahead and insert that in. Tips of the week. Yay. All right. Book of the week this week, Smarter, Faster, Better, um, The Secrets of Being Productive in Life and Business, essentially. It's by Charles Duhigg. Um, I'm still on it, and, uh, but it, it came highly recommended, and uh, it is a book on just being a better you, and um, I'm, I'm digging it so far. So that is my book of the week, quote of the week, kind of with everything going on in life, in my life. And uh, no matter how it may seem, no one has control of your life but you. Grant Cardone, 10X Quotes, and I really, really enjoyed that one for the way the last couple of weeks have gone with the whole Amazon situation and everything going on. Workout tip of the week. If there's a hot girl in the gym, don't be a rubbernecker and stare the entire time. You guys are fucking ruining it for me. (laughs) And nutrition tip of the week. You want to uh, spice up your foods with a... Let me redo this whole one. Jesus Christ. Eddie, edit that out. That was horrible. Nutrition tip of the week. Want to spice up your foods without the added calories? Check out Flavor God Seasonings. They have... I discovered these. I don't know if you've ever tried these. Um, they're on Amazon. But they okay. have like... They have ranch. Just ranch, barbecue, chipotle, garlic seasonings. They probably have like 15 or 20 taco all these different seasonings to put over your foods that just enhance the flavor without the calories. And uh, they're, they're pretty good. Huh, so it's all right. essentially a way to make your food taste better without eating worse for yourself. That, that's flavor. God, they're not sponsored. We're not endorsed by them. I, I have all of them sitting over on my counter and uh, they're the real deal. <clears throat> so where we're at here, want to do some reviews? Let's do some reviews this week and see what we got going on. Our first review comes from Big Chris, 1498. And uh, his, uh, his little memo, his message says, Bod Black attracts the black girls. 
When you recommend that bo- that body spray, I went out and bought it for myself, and I love the smell of it. I wore it around my girl. She smelt it. She hopped on top of me so fast, I didn't know what to do. Thank you for the great things you've accomplished and for the ones still in progress. Much love. Big Chris, 1498 on Twitter. Ah, very good. Uh, the, the body spray black is the real deal. It is legit. And it's just not limited to black girls. <laughs> I found you. I got a compliment last week on it. I don't know if I was on like, walking on an airplane or something. And she goes, oh, you smell good. And I just go, thanks. It's just, just <laughs> roll the punches. Seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine at yep. Walgreens or get a three-pack on Amazon. It's, uh, they're plastic bottles. They don't break in your suitcase. Because I've told you, the glass bo- I've had glass bottles shatter because the yeah. security just throws your bag around just, just, just like a little bitch, just, just flops your bag all around, and those glass bottles break every time. The other review I picked out, which is the only one that came in this week, live reads from Viva La Cracka. The best part of this podcast is not the convos or the wrestling stories, but Pat and the big guys live reads. LOL. It makes the podcast feel real and not scripted. Love the podcast. Look forward to next week's episode. Well, thank you. It is real. It's not scripted, and we've lost advertisers over just you know me telling the truth. So, advertise. We lost a advertiser, I should say. Um, I don't know if they were going to put any more free plugs in this week on on their part, but hopefully not, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is there more reviews, or is that it? Just two this week. That's all we had for this week. We had another one that was one star. I don't know if you want me to read I do. That, I would like but, to, uh, let's, for the, our listeners, I would appreciate the one star. Let's give everybody a Okay. Let's give everybody, everybody gets a chance over here. There's quite a bit. Not a quite a bit, but I scroll through them, and I'll, I'll mention why later when we have a different segment on this show. But, uh, yeah, one popped up this week from D-H-U-T-87, so D-Hut-87. Okay. Hands down the worst wrestling related podcast that there is. Cryback is so true for it's so true for him. All he does is cry about guys who made it in WWE and starts the why not me. Uh, so to get even, he tries to shoot on them. This guy is a loser. He couldn't even get over with Heyman. If you disagree with him, you're a mark. He is indie-rific. I guess you're indie-rific now. Sweet. And uh <laughs> and he has a really bad podcast. And a really dumb book with an exclamation point. I think I might know Don't who s- this is, by the way. The guy made a... a keep going. <laughs> okay. I think I is too, because I think I saw this one. Don't subscribe to this garbage or buy his steroid-laced supplements. That, Hell of a review. That says it all right there. That is... Yeah. Uh, if this is the guy that I'm thinking about, he also left a Twitter comment about my book... The only thing that he was able... I'm glad he bought the book, first of all. Thank you for purchasing the book and contributing to my brand um, and my message. So if this is the guy that I, I remember correctly, it, he, he left a Twitter response about the book. He was about two sections in the book. Um, it was something about the color section and the water conservation section. Um, huh. That if you Did you see that or no? No, I didn't see that at all. It was this guy. It was something that... If you buy this book, be prepared for an 80-page thing, which there's not 80 pages on colors, um, which is a, a section on... It was one of the first things I read on colors or one of the things that I read that really influenced like me with like on my the things that I picked for my WWE outfits, um, okay. why I chose those and what... I, it triggered something for me that when I was a kid, I liked people based on colors and Macho Man and 
and Hulk with the red and the yellow and, and colors have different meanings. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it just felt right to include that in my book. And the water conservation is, is stuff I got from Arnold and other people, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and on just little tips for helping cutting down on water usage. And I'm thinking like, what's this guy's deal with? What's his problem with conserving water? Like, how's that? It just colors. Okay. If colors aren't your thing, like, but the fact that he chose to focus on that out of everything, um, but it's just, you're going to have people, man, that just, the guy listens to the show. So thank you for yeah. listening. I appreciate your feedback and I hope that you someday find a job that pays you accordingly to your skills and you, you continue to have much success in your life because it sounds like you're doing awesome. So, so congratulations, buddy. But you're not the fucking winner. <laughs> because, because you're a fucking mark, right? Because I don't like you, right? Get it? Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with the bod spray. What was the guy's name? The bod spray review was, excuse me, Big Chris 1498. So, Big Chris, congratulations. You're the winner. Please send me a screenshot of your iTunes review to the big guy at feedmemore.com uh, with the choice of your supplement. And I'll throw in a free Feed Me More Nutrition Shaker bottle as well. And just please leave your name and address uh, that you would like that shipped to, and we'll get that taken care of. Thank you guys for the reviews this week. Even you, you fucking Mark. You know what? While we're on this, I might kind of uh, ask if we can go to a certain segment right now, and that being, uh, I feel like we should go to court. Uh, I don't have the greatest record. I know we save it for later in the show, but I think it's going to be appropriate with the things I have coming up if we go to the big guy's courtroom right now. You know, you're part of this show, too. This is as much your show as it is mine. So if Attorney Buck would like to go to court... Big guy has no problem. Let me just go ahead and get set up over here. In the world of pro wrestling, there are great fans, and then there are fucking marks. Fucking marks are negative wrestling fans who have let the negative influences of life, society, and the media carry over to their consumption of pro wrestling. They are lost souls whom sole mission seems to make everyone as miserable as them. The following fucking mark is a real-life person whom has been blocked on social media by the big guy Ryback for making a shitty negative comment. Attorney Buck will defend this low-light piece of shit loser in hopes of the big guy Ryback unblocking and giving this fucking Mark a second chance at being a great fan. Without further ado, welcome to the big guy's court. Please rise. The court of the big guy circuit fucking Mark division is now in session. The Honorable Judge Ryback presiding. Court is now in session. All Attorney right. Buck, what do you got for me this week? So, for this week, now, now mind you, I am 0-4, I believe, with representing my clients. And uh, Just takes one to turn it all around. Look at Jinder Mahal, just takes one. So my client this week... Is the Marty Young on Twitter? He uh, he. Is oh, a we new have fan. we have a Twitter guy on. We actually have a legit. We do. Okay. And uh, he reached out. He was a new fan of the podcast. I told him, and he mentioned something about being blocked. And I said, "Well, listen to this episode. We could use you." To which he said, "I'm not caught up yet." So I said, "Whatever." Then he caught up. He uh, he wrote to me, and he is now my client. So now. The date of the offense, he doesn't know. He couldn't find it. 
I asked him, what did he do to get blocked? Too lazy he, to go back and look, by the way, just so you know. So your honorable big guy, he, uh, he mentions that these were the pay-per-views where I believe you were a heel for, and you were working Kalisto. And he claims that he was blocked because he said Kalisto will squash Ryback. Okay. I asked for, I asked for proof of this. Of course, he couldn't find it. Let's a little background information. His profile picture is him in the clouds. There's clouds all around him. He's a high flyer, I take it. He's making a hand gesture like a Z. Very, very interesting stuff. Okay. And for some reason, it says May 15th. Now, I was like, wait a minute. Did his friend die or is he like announcing? I, I couldn't tell. I, I don't know if that's he's making a debut. I don't know. He Maybe says the it. The date he lost his virginity or I don't know. Possibly. Yep. Uh, to another man. And he also says that <laughs> he's a trainee with uh, Future Shock Wrestling. So that, that, that's always a good sign when someone's training at a legitimate school and they're commenting on pay-per-views. And I went through his Twitter profile. Did you say he's a tranny at Futures or a trainee? He's a trainee, not oh, a tranny. sorry. If he was a okay. tranny, we would have cut him a little slack here. But, uh, <laughs> Just check it. All right. He would have been unblocked immediately. But he's a trainee. <laughs> <laughs> and I went through his, because, uh, you know, I take my clients very seriously. So I've been going through his, his profile, your honorable big guy. And I've represented the best of the best, trying to, to do my job as a lawyer to, to, to do justice. And I've You've done a hell of a job. You, you, do, you, are, you are taking on the, the absolute scum of the world. So even an 0-4 record, though, is, is pretty damn good still, all things taken into consideration, Attorney Buck. So in his Twitter profile, he also mentions his advertise whatever it is, where you get to describe yourself. He cl- claims he's a trainee. He's a uh, half of the younger generation invasion. I don't know what that means. And he has the quote. Is this, guy hey, a, is this guy a worker? Claiming to be in training, even though he tweets divas and, and comments on wrestling stuff nonstop. I didn't fucking do that when I was in wrestling school. Yeah, that's weird. He has a catchphrase, too. It says, haters make me famous. Yet he's a hater. Your honorable big guy, I'm going to ask in this court, I've now completely changed my stance. And rather than be... The defendant of these pieces of shit, I would like to be the prosecutor and automatically find him and a couple other people. I'd like to prove that they're guilty <laughs> and give up. Attorney Buck, this is, this is, I, this is coming out of left field for me here. Um, this, this was not what the big guy's court was all about. You are, these people, you know, are innocent until proven guilty, and it is your job to try to. To get them off the hook, yeah. you're saying that, that that you just think these fucking marks are such pieces of shit that you you would rather prosecute than defend. Not only that, your honorable big guy, I'm actually looking at a class action thing here, where I've gone through iTunes and I've found the shittiest of the shit reviews, which I can read here, and I would like to group all of these pieces of human fucking feces and put them all together and find them guilty. In the court of the well, big guy. Well, there's only one guy that could find them guilty, Attorney Buck, and that's the big guy himself. Um, so first things first, what is this, this fucking Mark's name? And let's go ahead and, and get this all, let's get this one squared up right here, right here, right now. I think everybody knows the way this one's going, but I, I am all for listening to these, this class action lawsuit from the iTunes reviews um, mm-hmm. for a special edition of the big guy's court. But uh, finish up with the proceedings for, yes. for, for your high flyer. 
so being a public defendant in the courtroom of, uh, of, of the big guy court and uh, defending four other people that are now in big guy prison, <laughs> now there's uh, Marty Young, who I've prosecuted, and I, I, my final judgment, or not judgment, excuse me, my final case is that he doesn't really care about being unblocked. He has no proof that, uh, you know, no photo screenshots of what he said. Meanwhile, he, he can't go back, what, two years to find them. Uh, he has no good case. There's been that many tweets on his account that he cannot go back. There it, actually has been. There's been 17,000 tweets, which makes you think. Holy fuck. Get some fuck. Get a job, pal. Oh, get some, get some fuck, things going for yourself. Fucking, he, fucking guilty to the highest fucking degree. Fucking guilty, you fucking mark. Get a fucking job and a fucking life. Fuck you, you're fucking guilty. Oh, that makes me angry. Just 17,000 fucking tweets? It was something like that where I was like, wow, that's a lot Jesus, of tweets. Go get some pussy. Jesus, do something. I don't, I don't care. God, yeah. get out. Oh, that 17,000 fucking tweets. Wow. This, I'm, God, 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 may God have mercy on your soul. My next piece of shit will be BB MyTunes on uh, iTunes. He gave us two, well, no, one star. It broke my mallet hitting the thing. Did you really? I, slightly. It, wait, we're okay, sorry. That guy, Gen- I got really angry right there. Generic and terrible from BB MyTunes. Uh, probably the worst, well, not the worst. Jim Cornette is possibly the worst podcast. I like that he can't even stick to what he's going to He's. the worst wait no possibly the worst (laughs) holy shit that's awesome he didn't even spell cornet right okay no of course pat this is all for our fun right here by the way guys we're sorry like usually we won't get this stuff the time of day these people are so goddamn stupid it's this is what people deal everybody deals with this stuff that's been on tv or anything it's just it is it's always the stupidest motherfuckers and it's it's so entertaining please read and there's been so many good things too that we haven't replied to, you know, because we're limited on time. Like, thank you for the five star stuff. We see all of them. Yeah. Like, we really appreciate that. They just come across these fucking awful people. So, uh, <laughs> feel the need to leave. You have the worst. Wait, okay, not the worst, but you're like definitely in my top five. But I still listen to you every week. That's what it says. It says probably the worst. <laughs> listen to this. Probably the worst. Well, not the worst. Jim Cornette is quite possibly the worst podcast. Okay. The second worst podcast on the market. Ryback is always snorting his snot in the microphone, bumping the mic, and always talks about his stupid roids and talking about how he turned turned WWE down. Yeah, right. He writes right. R. Any guy that talks like this should be fucking shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> he writes right. R. I. 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 G. H. T. Guys, don't ever don't ever do that. Please. He also calls people who give him a low rating a fucking mark. That's <laughs> Ryback. true. Ryback is Ryback's You're a fucking biggest. mark. <laughs> Ryback is Ryback's biggest mark. And that's from BB MyTunes, which, mind you, I got a little psychopathic. And then I took everyone's screen name and I did a Google search. And I found out that most of these people are not that young and they have kids. Yeah. A lot of these people. It's disturbing, either religious or have kids. Like it's, it's always the same. And anybody out there listening that knows, knows they're listening like, holy shit, that's so true. So, 
That's when my number two. When stupid breeds with stupid, you get stupider. If I can continue on. <laughs> yes. Court is just still re- in session. Someone just wrote, nope, as a review. And that's from DQYD. I went into this podcast with an open mind, hoping it'd be insightful and hold a different perspective than what was usually offered to us. The usually usually offered to us the wrestling fans. Ryback is egotistical and simply boring. If you try listening to Goldberg's podcast, who's next? Expect that times ten. Wow, clearly a Goldberg fan. Nothing wrong with that. Which not really, but you know. So there's that. Um, one came in. This is my, this is the one that really uh, hits home to me. His oh really? Is, okay. This is his, his review is I don't like Pat Buck. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club, buddy. <laughs> I don't it's... like Pat. And from Jesse James Davidson, you piece of shit. And then I looked up this guy. And the only thing I could find on this guy is that he was a in a backyard wrestling movie. There's a character okay. called So this motherfucker listens to a to, to two real men put on a goddamn podcast and this fucking backyard asshole writes I don't like Pat Buck. And then his all his whole entire review is Can you read this? <laughs> yeah. His entire review is at all. That's it. So the headline is I don't wow. like Pat Buck. Yeah, at yeah, all. I know. At least there. he gave two stars, though. It wasn't a one-star one, but... Uh... He likes me a little, then. <laughs> <laughs> Is that everybody here? That is not. Oh, wow. There's more. Uh, so, uh, one says, review from The P, who, if you want to look up this fucking dirtbag, he's on uh, Twitter. The P, I think, 2011. I didn't keep... I might have cut that part of the review off if you enjoy listening to two dudes who have to get drunk in order to force themselves to do a podcast that has to be done then this is for you well you got a point there pal seriously though i give this podcast a chance from the beginning and the only thing good that came out of it i'm still uh, giving it a chance i've I'm been with it the entire time i'm 38 is uh, in. wrestling fans have a drinking game where they whenever they mention smoky bones you take a shot there was more stuff in here i i didn't fucking screenshot it so okay um. Yeah. Welcome to the out. club. This is what people that are in really down and out in life have time to do. So it's all right. I think I had one more. They're all gonna be fucking found guilty. <laughs> uh, from where it says where are all you marks? So I thought this would be a good review from Jace Warner eighty two. Every time Ryback and Pat sniff to clear their snot and take take a drink, they both come off so arrogant. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> That's it's called loving yourself. Try it sometimes. This is nothing but promotion for his supplements. I've said that from day one. That's all this is. <laughs> it's, uh, I've not read around the fact of that, and I get to hang out and talk to my buddy. How about you show some effort and start your own podcast and, and put a little effort into your life? Go ahead. Sorry. That is. is that, that's it. That's it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I try Do you have to anything defend. to say to it about any of these people? That I it's in it's sad if you have the time. If something you clearly all of them listen to the show, and they're gonna they're gonna be happy that they got mentioned. I'm sure because yeah. they don't get mentioned in anything else. Sorry, but you know, congratulations, guys! You got a participation ribbon for the podcast. So I've decided not not to be defended anymore. Now a prosecutor, and I'd like to find all these guys. 
I, I, I don't have any pity on them. Well, the big guy Ryback for this class action lawsuit uh, through iTunes on conversation with the big guy. Find all these fucking marks fucking guilty. Court is adjourned. That is, uh, that was an easy one this week. It's, uh, but it's cool. People are allowed to have their opinions and whatnot. It's just, it's unfortunate we got people like that in this world. So, I uh, just having fun have with them. But I, yeah, have you ever like gone on anything and left like negative things like that on people's? Never, never. Yeah, everybody. Who has time? That's who has what I, fucking time? That's what I, it's. Well, I we clearly know who has time. But <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. What can you do? Okay, so from here, we did have some questions. I could pull those up. I love questions. I think questions are always, always very interesting. Let me pull those up right here. We have no um, list for this week. No list. I, I, I threw you a. I tried to do uh, the top ten flattest asses uh, in wrestling <laughs> history, and I, I could tell you weren't thrilled about that one. So, I that would have that would have been pretty funny to me. I don't know if that was a real thing. I I don't know how to. Great Khali, flat ass. There's a lot uh, of there's a lot of guys with just flat asses out there that uh, I, I thought it would have been made for an interesting. Uh, maybe down the road we could throw that in there. That all came to me, Yoshi Tatsu, judging guys' asses in the locker room. That was a real thing that I told you about before. That goes on up there. That went on up uh, there, and I always thought that would make for uh, an interesting list. Ah, we got questions. A lot of them are pretty fucking boring. Hey, Ryback from Mr. Bitch. <laughs> Way to set this up. <laughs> Sorry. These guys are, I mean, they're kind souls, but Mr. Biz, Mr. Biz tweets uh, on Twitter. When will you be back in WWE? Positive thoughts. True story. I got two phone calls today from Boca Raton, Florida, Boca Raton. Okay. I, and I was, uh, I was at home doing something on one of them, and then I was at the gym on the other. <laughs> and I, um, I forget what, what was it for. I don't even know what it was for. I think it was just some promotional thing. But in my mm. head, it was just, I picture Vince on his, in his Boca Raton home. And that, like, because he used to train. He has a house down there or something. I'm like, oh, he's calling me. And I was like, oh, this should be an interesting voicemail. And it's not. Mm. And I pick it up on the second one or the third one. Whatever they, it called a lot today. And it was like some promotional thing for some, like, vacation thing. <laughs> and I was just like, Jesus Christ. But, uh, yeah, no, not, not any time. Not not even on the I wish them nothing but the best and all the performers there, so just not happening right now. From Zane, never shuts up seven on Twitter. How do you personally deal with something serious like depression, paranoia, or anxiety? Uh you gotta find things that you love doing, like so like everything there's things going on that I'm not happy about right now and whatnot, and I'm limited on what I can do and um, with, with letting the shoulder heal and whatnot. And I, so, but I could still go to the gym for me working out. gives me great pleasure and like doing things like cardio and just exerting myself however I can. Um, but essentially and like, for me, it's finding things that I love that make me happy and just surrounding myself with that. So like my dogs make me happy. So I'm around my dogs a lot because they mm-hmm. make me happy. So you have to find things. You have to know what makes you happy find those things and then concentrate on those things as much as possible and block out the negative things are always like when negative things are going on and you're down and you're out, you're going to, you're just not going to be happy. 
But if you can try to put yourself around things that do make you happy, it will help get you through those tough times as much as possible. And, um, it, and you never want to turn to drugs and alcohol as a way to remedy, um, to try to find a cure because that, that will never cure the problem. So focus on things that make you happy, whatever that is. You, only you can answer that and, and, and really try to, to concentrate on that. And for myself, you know, there's been times I've been, I've been on antidepressants before. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's genetic. I believe that it, I believe I, I still, everyone gets depressed. I feel like some points so you got to kind of fight through it. Yeah. I think doctors will try to like, Oh, you're depressed. Like and make it, it's a regular every, you can go through depression every day at different points over. Th- like it's yeah. A, it's a natural human emotion. Like it's called being sad. Like it's just, yeah. Yeah. You just can't let it like, let it sit, like let it, or make you sit there in a rut. You just got to kind of barrel through. But one thing that I helped me out because I'm really happy with where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm a married man. I got, you know, things going well for me. I got this great award-winning podcast, but one of the We're things actually that, uh, doing fairly well on this, which we'll talk about, but yeah, I was really happy with, with certain, and hopefully the future looks really fucking bright. Yeah, I think this next year is really big for us. So because we're, we're sitting pretty, pretty well with everything with the way things are going. So, but uh, one thing that helped me that's really big, and I'm a, I'm a big secret guy too, is that the whole concept of the the gratitude rock, that story that was yeah. in there. Yeah, yep. So basically the story goes that, uh, you know, secret tells it better where uh, the concept is, I'm not going to get into the background story of it, but basically find an object. I have a, next to my bed, I actually have three different things. Um, and it used to be just a rock I found outside. Smooth, feels decent in your hand. And before you go to bed at night, Wait, what are the other? You have three things by your bed: a rock, a Ryback figure, and what else? Uh, (laughs) Fuck! I was trying to think of something. I was going to say when you set me up for that, I was going to say John Cena figure. Ah, I can beat you to the punch. But then you said, "I was like, fuck! I can't say John Cena figure now." (laughs) That would have been even funnier: Ryback and John Cena on a gratitude rock. (laughs) So, uh, uh, ironically, and I'll, I'll tell you what I got into. So anyway. Um, the, the whole theory behind it, have something that feels good in your hand before you go to, go to bed, just have that in your hand, close your eyes and think about one, even if you're in the shittiest day, think about one good thing, go through your whole day and think about everything, but focus on the stuff that was decent. And it could be something as simple as a good meal or, you know, I don't know, you, you took a decent shower. You, 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 somebody made you laugh. It could be something so small. It could be that you... You know, you found 20 bucks on the floor. It could be something huge. You got a promotion. Hell of a beat-off session with Dr. Carver's shave butter earlier in the day. day. Stuff like plenty of those. (laughs) Things like that. Like, no matter how shitty your day is, you can find one thing a day to focus on. Think about how it made you feel. And then go to bed. And, like, I did that for a while. And now I actually do it with three. I have a poker chip next to my bed where I I won a lot of gambling one time. (laughs) So I'll do, like, a financial goal. I'll do, you know, a health goal. And and I'll do a kind of a wellness goal. But, like, or just a feeling or a memory or something that happened that day that you can kind of just, you know, focus on. It's the last thing you think about right before you hop into bed. But that always kind of helped me. And that's one thing I've been doing consistently for, you know, since I read the book. And it's always been, you know, worthwhile to me. That's a really, really good. Uh, I like that a lot. I don't think that's something I've never done by something by the bed. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I think I'm going to. You just actually maybe triggered me to. I actually already know what I'm going to put over by it. That's pretty cool. I like that. That's something I haven't done yet. So that's great advice. Yeah. Thanks. I know a lot of people like pray, and that's my that's my version of prayer. I don't say like dear God or anything like that, but I just kind of focus on the good things and go to yeah. sleep. I always go to bed really easily, 
So okay. like I, I've never had to, but like that's, I literally go to bed and I put my meditation on it and I'm out within, honestly, un, usually on under a minute. Wow. So it's, that's from, med, I do the, and I actually have it on my website on feedmemore.com, Holosync Meditation. I have the link on there. That's the meditation okay. I use. I, I've been doing that for years now. It's custom meditation. They have my own customized affirmations on it. And um, I've not to say there's, if I, if I drank a pot of coffee before bed, I'm going to be wired. But like, yeah. if I don't, I, when I have control over, like when I'm, I'm doing good throughout the day, I can go to bed really, really quick. Like, and I'm out, put on the meditation and it's, it's a beautiful thing. So, hmm. but that's, I like having something by your bed that makes you feel good. That is okay. really that's a, that's great advice. I honestly like I, I'm impressed. That's right. I, I did not get. Is that from the secret? Because I didn't get. Yeah, that was a story of like the guy. Something was, was that in the to, was in the magic book maybe or no? No, that was because it's in the video too. Oh yeah, yeah, with about the gratitude rock. So yeah, but I never, I never, I never that never got caught in my brain about putting like a positive by, thought. Yeah. yeah, like in my I've done the positive thoughts before bed, but never putting anything by my bed to trigger those thoughts like that's mm-hmm. i really like that a lot that's i already i already know what i'm putting over there so that's it's <laughs> awesome batista action figure <laughs> Jesus <Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> big days killing it in the movies congratulations he's doing awesome that was a hell of did you see part two it was great very good movie no me and priscilla were going to go to a movie the other day we went and um on Mother's Day, even though she's not a mother, but we went in uh, down to the Aliante uh, Casino that's not far from me, and they have a really nice steak and seafood restaurant and uh, had a nice dinner, and um, we were like, oh, should we go to the movies? And uh, there was really nothing out, and I go, well, Guardian of the Galaxy, uh, Guardian of the Galaxy 2, but I've, I have the first one that I bought on Voodoo, and I never really, I'm not into, like, I didn't, I ordered it while I was up there in WWE, and like, just didn't pay attention during the whole movie, uh, and it wasn't. I like so watched, good. <laughs> is it really good? It's it's great. It's one of the best Marvel movies by far. Is it really? Yeah, by far. I by just far. didn't get. I'm gonna have to. Okay, so I will give it a chance and watch and pay attention from beginning to end because yeah. I, for whatever reason I had something else going on and I just didn't get caught. I just never like I nothing. I, I wish I would have watched it from the beginning. So yeah, I got to give that a chance. Cool. Uh, another question we had on here from Cody Mada on Twitter. Good protein bars or cookies? Quest protein bars. Uh, without There's certain flavors that don't use aspartame or sucralose. Uh, I know the, the, the strawberry cheesecake, the double fudge chocolate, I believe. And there's a banana muffin and a cinnamon that do not use aspartame or sucralose. Um, that are that are really really good, and the rest of them do. So I would uh, stay away from those ones for those for having aspartame or sucralose. Um, cookies that and I, the Lenny's, I think it's the Lenny's protein cookie. Yeah, uh, is really really good. I don't. Um, you're better. So those things, I'm like as far as I, I don't eat a lot of those. I, I actually had a carb day the other day and had one of those protein cookies, uh, a peanut butter Lenny's cookie. I hadn't had one in months. It's, uh, but I try not to eat those. When I was on the road before WWE, I would always bring a box of Quest bars with me Mm -hmm. because you never know when you're going to, and I always had my protein and everything, but it's, uh, I try not to eat those things. I don't, I don't have any at home. I don't eat them when I'm home all the, it's, 
real food is su- superior to those things. So, but they are the next best thing. But there's a lot of bad ones out there too. But those Quest ones I named are usually pretty good. And the Lenny's cookies, if you have one here or there, if you're in a pinch, it, it's it's not horrible. So, just be careful with the Lenny's and Larry's. Like, there's one flavor, Snickerdoodle, which is yeah. like tri- triple the amount of sugar compared to the other ones. Is it really? It's like, yeah, it's like tastes incredible but you look at it and it's like wait a minute there's like you know 60 70 grams of sugar on this one cookie yeah you what you got to look for too on labels is serving size everyone just assumes it's one sometimes it'll be two three or four uh not saying the cook but like on different things and like it might say six grams of sugar and you're like oh that's not too bad but it's four servings and you're getting 24 grams you know what i mean like you have to pay attention to that stuff and the cookie does that too. It's two servings and it's like 26 carbs. It's like, oh shit, no, it's actually 52 carbs. Which for those things, they should put the serving size. I feel that's very deceiving. It is. And supplement, that's just something I feel like you should put the one, like on something like a cookie, put the whole serving size. If they want to eat half, they'll eat half. Don't put, you know, I just think that's kind of <clears throat> kind of shady. But This one place I go every week before I go train the guys at Creator Pro it's a smoothie place, and they have like a, a lot of healthy wraps. So I always get a buffalo chicken wrap. Occasionally, I get a uh, now I'm getting the buffalo chicken salad, and uh, you know their shakes. They they use. I was I knew they weren't weren't that super healthy, but I knew they weren't that bad. And then I saw the nutritional information. I was like, holy fuck! A hundred grams of sugar. It was like a hundred and twelve grams of carbs. Yeah. It was like 30 grams of fat. It was like four grams of protein. I'm like, holy shit. I'll never go here again. That, and it just ruins you. It, those things, they go by taste on that. And they're just, the majority of people will never question it. And it's, you know, but people that are like in tune with their bodies and then wake up the next day and they got Ric Flair love handles. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite analogy for love handles is Ric Flair and Razor Ramon. Two guys that were in incredible shape. But if you ever look at them, they always had love handles. I never noticed that with Razor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at that. Go now. back. I remember. I'll never. Forget. I was such a weird little kid, man. I would pick up little things like that. That is I, weird. I, yeah, it's totally weird. On pay per views, I remember he'd always wear different colors on the pay per views, and sure. I think he had one where he got like green trunks for some, one of them with the little yeah, razor the blades. green and gold. Yeah, yeah. And I, it was green or the purple, one or the other, and I think it was the green. And they, you could tell they made the trunks just a tad too small. And they were really cutting into him deep. And he was, uh, was hanging over a little more. And I was like, did he get fatter? But I remember like the next week it wasn't as bad. So unless he really, he saw it too. And then like, man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was little, I used to go to a lot of events, a lot of shows. And I would draw, I'd make signs, but I wouldn't make them on big pieces of paper. I would just draw them on. You actually like, drew signs. Oh, yeah, man. I really? Was, oh, Sure. That but never like, even crossed my mind. Like I wouldn't no. even I, I wouldn't even like she no, not at all. So it started off where I'd I draw them on I was embarrassed like, enough going to the shows. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy to be there. I had them on a like computer paper, regular eight by ten paper, and I would draw my big thing was drawing the actual matches. So if it was like Macho Man versus, I don't know, Bad News Brown, I would actually draw them and just hold it up. And nobody would see the sign, but that was just what I did as a kid. But I remember, like, I drew the whole entire card. And I remember my mom going, like, yeah, you, you may not want to bring those. I'm like, why? What's wrong with my drawings? And she's like, well, all, apparently I drew them 
pretty poorly and all the guys looked like they had tits. Like they were all like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, they have chest muscles and, but it just looked like it looked like every single guy had boobs. It had tits. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And I You're- gave up and I, your drawing draw skills are like mine. I, I drew the same way. I had horrible. Like I, that's one thing. People that have that artistic ability to draw, I've always admired because I've just never. <laughs> I don't know how. I just. I and I used to color all the time. Like my my sister and my for school and and have to draw, but I just never. It was just something I was never. That was that's not my thing. That's I wouldn't like if you told me you could send me to art school for for the next five years and I feel like you would be very, very unsatisfied with what you got out of that. Like, <laughs> it would be a stick figure with tits after five years. <laughs> very cool. So one thing I said I was going to do in this show, I get a lot of emails from uh Do we have any more people. questions or no? Is that it? That's, that's all I got. All the other ones are like WWE okay. this, yeah, WWE yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I had, you know, a couple things where people would write to me and – uh I mentioned this last episode, and I'd read a couple of them too. You know, about the ones that want to enter wrestling school, the good ones and the bad ones. So I figured make an interesting piece if I just kind of go through stuff like that. Okay. So I got this one, ironically, before we started recording, I got this one tonight, which I thought was really crazy. I was like, wow. So this is a, you know, to be continued one. This guy wrote to me. Uh, maybe I'll leave his name off in case he does sign up. Yep, so I'll I, get. I think that's smart. And he, he writes to me, we'll just call him Mr. E. Okay, mystery, Mr. E. My wife and I had our first child after years of trying. Now, mind you, I don't know this person. Yeah. This is on the WrestlePro training school part. My wife and I had our first child after years of trying. And as he sat on the couch one day after a feeding, we started watching Rocky Balboa. Fate must have had intervened. The scene where Rocky tells his kid what life's all about resonated with me now more than ever. For many years, well, not uh, too many years, I was a spectator in life. Now I see the promise of tomorrow again in the eyes of my son, and I know tomorrow is now. I am a Rahway native and have a sense of destiny as your school has come to the little corner of the universe. I will be at this Saturday show and like the chance to meet you. See you at bell time. So I guess this guy wants to sign up to be a wrestler, and it's his destiny now, and he lives in the same town, but... Let's see where this goes, because the ones that normally come in like this are the first ones out the fucking door. What, uh, see you at, so wait, he plans on, he wants to join the school, but he's going to meet you at bell time? Well, I guess because I have a show this Saturday, yeah. he plans on, he plans on seeing the show and probably wants, here's the thing too, a lot of people will be like, hey, can I talk to you at the show? I want to be involved. And it's like, yeah, this is the worst fucking time to talk to me. I got to run an event. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He wants to go and potentially talk to me about, I don't know, joining the school or whatever. All so. right. We'll see what happens. Maybe he'll do a run-in during your match <laughs> <laughs> and throw 10 super kicks. So I had a good example of a person that wrote to me, and I was like, that's, that's what I want to read first. Like, how to, if you want to join a school, these are the people. I'm like, that's a really nice email. If I can just find it. Oh, good evening. My name is John. I'm a medically retired uh, U.S. Army combat veteran and current federal correctional officer. I've loved pro wrestling since I was six years old, but I never pursued his career. After stumbling upon your website, I felt like a kid on Christmas morning. On top of that, your academy is not too far from where I live. A couple questions. Is there an age limit? Do you offer any military discounts? Any information would be helpful. Thank you. Respectfully gives his name. Uh, Okay. And... 
you know, I answered him. That's a normal, hey, I'm inquiring. Uh, great email, which I was like, okay, that's what I'd love to get. Then I get this one from DZZ Nuts ZZ. I've been. <laughs> Hell of a name. All right. I've been, B I N, I've been a wrestling fan once I was a kid. I did MMA in high school till about 20, and I would love to train to become, become a pro wrestler, but I lie, I lie, should be live, but I lie in Hawaii, and there's no opportunities, opportunities are spelled wrong, here, is there dorms that I could stay at where to train at Create a Pro, because some MMA gyms have dorms for their fighters, if you respond, uh, please, and then I didn't respond. And then he you, wrote wait, to me. Wait, you didn't respond that you have a play, place for him at your house with you and Lauren? <laughs> I get this... a lot of in, international stuff. Like, do you have dorms? I'm like, I don't have dorms. I'm like, you I thought him, about... Let him live in your closet. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about renting a house in Rahway because there would be enough interest. Oh, absolutely. You would actually, that would, you would actually, if you rented a house, be able to completely keep that filled all the time. Yeah, I think people would come and, and I could be a landlord. But it's like, can you imagine having, imagine having a house, having a property... Nope. You would, and then, like, it will make your life even. It will be a headache. It probably they probably party all the time. You go to collect rents. There's some issue. One of them dies. One of them's fucking like doing something bad. Like, just not something I want to focus on. Yeah. So, mind you, I didn't answer this. The next day, I wake up. I'd like to unless be the next- I rented a house over there and rented it out and set really strict fucking rules and yeah. made sure that if they fuck up the house, I'm gonna fuck them up and wreck their lives. <laughs> which might be a good opportunity. That's, uh, we're looking forward to that. Keep going. Uh, and also, his profile picture is him smoking a cigarette. Like, he's cool. Sweet. So he wrote, sweet. he wrote the next day, he wrote, I'd like to be the next Finn Balor or Prince Puma or Shinsuke Nakamura or even Shibata. And then he okay. sent me a, clip, a video clip of ECW for no reason. And then I wrote to him, I said, look, man, put the cigarette down, learn how to spell, show some respect. Don't come here. Find another school, and I blocked. And I blocked. <laughs> I blocked them. Very good. That's that feels very appropriate. Another man. Uh, his name was Davian Glenn. I'll say his name because this guy's retarded. So uh, sorry, but this guy. <laughs> Tell him I don't know like what it is. Crazy people write on on into fucking Creator Pro and Wrestle Pro. Oh, it's it's everywhere. It, it's really. Makes you sometimes wonder where we're living in this world, the, the messages that we get. So this guy sends a message. He just goes, give me a shot. That's it. That's all he writes. Give me a shot. So I write back, uh, a shot at what? And it, he, he has, sends a picture of himself in a locker room, sitting, sitting down shirtless. <laughs> of course. With holding his, holding his hands in his head like he's like frustrated. And he wrote... To wrestle, I will destroy any of your wrestlers. It's fake, buddy, just so you know. And I was like, what, what does this guy want? Like, is this a role play? And I wrote, okay, you got it. I have a wrestling school. It's in Rahway. All of our wrestlers are trained. The cost is $200 a month or 500 for three. Here's the, here's the website. See you at practice. And then he writes, are y'all connected with the WWE? And then I said, look, I'm not going to go back and forth with any emails. If you want to train to be a wrestler, check out the website. Have a good day. And he wrote back, very, very nasty. Never mind. In other words, he doesn't want to do it and doesn't have the money. No, he just. Yeah. 
and then I'll, but I'll, here's the thing though, I'll get, these are outsiders never doing it before, but the worst emails are the ones that are already pretending that they're in wrestling, like, and write these fucking crazy resumes and like, you know, don't do that. If you're trying to get booking somewhere, no promoter wants to read your fucking resume. Like, write it in a sentence, send one video, one picture, be like, hey, I'm just looking for any opportunity. Don't send these, like, like this guy here. His name is Panther Rodriguez. I was trained in strong style, lucha libre, European, and American. Jesus. To all promoters, here's my info. Pass this along if you can. Here's my wrestling info. I've wrestled for... And he names like all these promotions. Yeah. Uh, literally, he names four, 20 promotions. Uh, I was trained by a junior heavyweight champion, Chief Bobby Bold Eagle, a.k.a. Chief Whitefeather. He's on Wikipedia and obsessed with wrestling websites. <laughs> you know? All, all I wrote back to him, because he wrote in all capital letters, I just wrote, stop yelling at me. And he wrote back, no one is yelling. I am typing. And I never told him. Then- <laughs> And then I blocked him. So that's that's just kind of the examples of stuff that I get on a daily basis that comes through my email accounts. That is uh, no surprise to me whatsoever. We actually shared a laugh this last week. I uh, in, We could read these at a future, maybe next week's episode, of the guy that wanted to, to private wrestle me. That's uh, right. That uh, Which I thought was... Uh, you know, why don't we, why don't we take a break? I will pull those up, and we will share that to go home with for this week's show. Because I think those were, uh, just so people know kind of what we go through every week. Just the overall fan feedback, because there's the negative ones, the positive yeah. ones, yep. the delusional ones, and then there's the fucking these type of guys. So yeah, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Pat Buck again, and I, I'm going to bug you again. Why have you signed up for Blue Apron yet? The Blue Apron gods have given you this opportunity to sign up for this amazing fresh ingredient service, and you haven't done it. Why not? they got a variety of recipes every single week. You can customize it so you don't get bored, or maybe you're allergic to something, and you can avoid that. You can get delicious meals like salmon piccata with orzo and broccoli, vegetable chili, and baked sweet potatoes with crispy tortilla strips. If you don't like that, change it. They have other delicious stuff coming to you every single week. You won't even have to prepare for dinner. The box is there, fresh ingredients, everything's beautifully placed together, instructions so you can follow it. I went to four years of culinary school. I still have no idea what I'm doing, but I can do that with Blue Apron. Blueapron.com slash conversations with an S. Three free, uh, God, I almost made it through. <laughs> Three free weeks of meals with free shipping. Again, you'll love how good it feels, how it tastes. Blue Apron. Blueapron.com backslash conversations. A better way to cook. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right, we're back. And boy, do we have a real closer for this week's show. A real sexy closer. A real sexy closer. This is, you know, this is as sexy as it gets, guys. Um, As you know, Pat Pat gets his fair share of uh, odd messages, but but the big guy does as well. And I was in Tennessee this past week, and I messaged you, old Buckster, and I uh, sent you a screenshot of the opening line here of a, of a message in which you told me, keep this going. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I I could not refuse because it, it was just too good. And so uh, I got a message from uh, Tom Flo. I don't know if that's his real name. I, I would imagine it's not. In which the message is. This is email? Or... Yeah, email. Okay. Email at, at the website. 
Could I hire you to do private heel slash squash job on me? Could I hire you to do private heel slash squash job on me? Okay. Thank you. From Tom Flo. In which... Harmless. Not too bad. Harmless. Nothing too sexual or anything. But he he obviously wants the Ryback's rules character to come on in in the singlet and uh, job him out. Is that is that a real thing? I guess that it, like people like we've talked about with the wizard. That's like a real thing with guys. They like there's there's people out there that just like to be punished. Yeah, that I guess they uh, want. They don't want to. They don't want a dick in their ass or anything like that. But they just want to be punished. Just want the shit kicked out of them, and uh, yeah, they want to be thrown around. Apparently, apparently people with money and they just want to be in a position of like just being just humiliated. Yeah. And just tormented. And uh, and Tom Flo apparently is one of these guys. So I sent private squash matches start at 25000 All right. In which Tommy Smith is his name, I guess, actually. Tom Flo, I, I don't know if that's... Tommy Smith his, is the email name. Okay, it's his worker name. Our, yeah, his worker name, Tommy Smith. Would you be willing to do real damage? What are your limits? I'm looking for the other... uh, He says, I want to be punished. So he's really, really getting into this here. Uh, In which I said, yes, you will have to retire after this. PayPal is in which I gave him the PayPal information. Mm -hmm. Are you serious? I I don't want any cameras or anything. Neither do I, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Which... Would you pay, would, would pay you just to work me over and hold after hold? No limits. You set the limits. How much damage could you do with a move like the camel clutch? This guy's, this guy's pants are off already. He's, he's already beating off in, like, during these messages. In which I reply, have to... <laughs> Have deposit required along with booking information. <laughs> Iron Iron Sheik doesn't have shit on my clutch. You're just see now. Now you're giving into it, and he's he's loving it. You're you're giving him what he wants. I'm well. I'm going off of getting podcast material. Of course, for this, so of course, I want to keep this going as long. as <laughs> I've not heard back from him since we've we've not talked at the end of this. But I'll gladly pay for this. Are you strong enough to break ribs with your bear hug? More question mark. What's the most damage you could do, Tom? Sorry, he. To uh, which I reply: Upon deposit, level of damage can be discussed. <laughs> <laughs> My ultimate fantasy would be to put you in either a headlock or leg scissors on my head and have you go no limits. Could I pay you to break it? Are you strong enough to do that? Tom. Uh, This is really, it's getting intense. Hold on. I'm looking. uh, He wrote a second message before I could even reply on this one. Would you break ribs with your bear hug for $5,000? Tom. Who wouldn't? Fuck, which, yeah. 
yet. My reply was, deposit must be made for details. I broke Punk's ribs for a Hooters gift card. So five... (laughs) (laughs) So 5K more for sure. In which he replied, backwards? This would have to be 100% private. What's the most damage I could pay you to do to me, Tom? In which I could not reply after that. You were done. Uh, I was done after that. Uh, Obviously, and I even told you, I go, this guy's jerking off over these messages in which you laughed at me. But this is just some of the shit that we get every week from people. Uh, Usually it's it's deleted and blocked. But uh, old Tom, I, I put him over. Not that way, but just in responding to his messages. And uh, that's what we got out of it. You know, Tom Tom Smith, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> so on that... You ever, get, you ever get anything like that or no besides wizard shit? Well, that was the best run of my life was through, uh, through a guy that, you know, was a fan of Full Nelson's, which is on an old episode. Oh, I should redirect him to actually contact you for all bookings so that you could follow up with this. I will. And we, we could uh, keep the fans informed if I have to take this book. <laughs> hey, if it pays, it pays. <laughs> 25K. That's a good little payday for you <laughs> on that. But, uh, yeah, we wanted to close with that. And that's all I got this week. I think that's all I got, too. If you want to uh, you know, follow me on all platforms, Buck Never Stops, WrestleProOnline.com. A lot of shows coming up. And CreativeProWrestling.com. Plenty of shows coming up. Leave a uh, review on iTunes. Rank, review, subscribe. And thank you for your support. Guys, I'm Ryback22 on Twitter, the big guy Ryback22 on Instagram, Ryback247 on Snapchat. Check out feedmemore.com this week. I am in Ringgold, Georgia on Thursday, Newburgh, New York on Friday, and Harrisburg, Pennsylvania on Saturday. All those details are on feedmemore.com or my official Facebook page, and you guys can find out the details of all that, of where the upcoming shows I'm going to be doing meet and greets and signings and probably in-ring promos this week uh, for the upcoming week. Thank you guys for listening. You have just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy. The period of civil war has ended. It's definitely an improvement and totally not a lateral move. Join Ambassador Plek Dexeter and his intrepid crew as they explore astounding new worlds, discover their heroic destinies, and meet weird bug creatures and stuff. This is Mission to Zix. Mission to Zix, an improvised science fiction podcast. That's CYXX, launching September 6th.